ஐடியாலஜிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டரிஸ்டர
Shivaji. Uh, but this time, uh, you know, not with the Parasakti team of Krishnan Panju and Maruti Rao, but with uh, S. Balachandar. And uh, Maruti Rao was there, you know, the cameraman. The cinematographer sure, sure. also did Andhanaal. Um, so uh, that that is like to briefly talk about it. The other thing was about, you know, that uh, they, it was also a time when um, uh, studios were, you know, uh, expanding their base uh, in terms of uh, trying to become this kind of major production houses uh, uh, where you can enter in, uh, they will even supply the raw stock and you can come out, they will also have the lab, you know, so you can come out with the print of your film. Uh, so in my book, you know, that is a basic, you know, thing I'm talking about that there were like more than 100 studios in Madras, but uh, uh, I mean, very few of them had all these kind of facilities where you can walk, walk in and do the entire you know, thing needed. So all these, you know, was going on, you know, this expansion through the 50s, uh, how the studios got entrenched. And uh, that's why we call the 50s and the 60s, you know, as the golden uh, uh, you know, uh, period of this, you know, studio era, uh, where you had, uh, um, you know, uh, this kind of uh, refined, you know, pipeline productions, you know, of the studios, uh, particularly from uh, modern theatres in Salem, uh, ABM, Gemini, uh, Prasad. Uh, Prasad was, you know, uh, not a prolific studio at these studios, but Prasad as a director, you know, uh, he had started his studios and, you know, of course, he would uh, go This on. is L.B. Prasad. Uh, yes, L.B. Prasad, yes. Uh, because, you know, he was also getting into, you know, studio business. Uh, but uh, he gradually kind of, you know, comes into the picture and expands. And then for him, uh, you know, the lab becomes the main thing in mid-60s when his son joins him, you know, Pramesh Prasad, and they focus on the lab. Uh, and... Uh, uh, but they are also one among the major studios because they were also offering you know everything under one roof. Uh, so we spoke about modern theatres, uh, ABM, uh, Gemini, Vijaya Vahini, and Prasad. Vijaya Vahini was you know one of the major studios by Nagiridi and Chakrapani. So these uh, were you know the major studios. But there are also you know equally other great studios like Majestic, uh, which also had you know everything under one roof. Uh, but the only thing, you know, I focused on these five studios in my book was because, uh, um, you know, they had a long run, you know, over like almost, you know, three to four decades uh, to survive, you know, the vagaries of production. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about how uh, S. Balachandar came into the picture uh, for an artist like him, uh, who is not, probably not the traditional cinema director or maybe not something that he uh, he was mainly focusing on. Uh, how did he come in contact with uh, Mayapan and uh, try to uh, make this film? Uh, yes. Uh, see, one of the reasons, uh, one of the main reasons, I would say, is, you know, that if you look at uh, early Tamil cinema, uh, like early Hindi cinema, you know, it was, uh, you know, uh, mainly uh, mythologicals and you know and also strongly entrenched in uh, you know um karnatic raga based you know okay, yeah. okay. so therefore you know that uh, you know that you know uh, you know to contrast k balachandar sar with you know s balachandar sar you know that vinay balachandar as we know him you know so yeah, yeah. Uh, naturally you know that uh, you know 
many uh, you know iconic musicians and singers you know, including uh, the immortal M. Subhalakshmi, GNB, uh, uh, Musri, and all these you know Carnatic singers in those days uh, had acted you know in roles, and uh, many of them had given even music you know uh, many stalwarts. Uh, so um, that could be one reason why you know as Balachandar took a liking. The other thing is of course you know that um, he was handsome, so also he tried you know his thing in acting. Uh, and then uh, he was also fascinated uh, when you read his interviews with Hollywood films, and particularly Otto's, uh, you know, the French term for authors like Hitchcock. Uh, so you can see uh, the Hitchcockian influence, uh, correct? Uh, and you can see his investment in film noir, you know, post, especially in how Jawar Sitaraman's character looks. Ah, uh, yes, uh, and uh, uh, also Jawar, you know, Sitaraman himself. I regard him as. Uh, uh, one of the you know uh, great screenwriters. Uh, he wrote uh, uh, you know films like Andhanal. He wrote you know Patanthil uh, Budam. I mean Uyarna Manidan. You know he's a great uh, screenwriter of those days. So um, it was a rich collaboration you know, between his Balachandra, between Maruti Rao, uh, the East cinematographer, and uh, uh, Jawar Sitaraman, and uh, with AVM Productions. Uh, moving on to the film itself, uh, uh, because in, the, in your book you do mention about uh, uh, Mayapin's visit to Japan and yeah. uh, probably watching uh, Rashomon and uh, Kurosawa's films. And uh, I, I think at, at that time, like, like you write in the studios, the studios had a big role in playing how the films came about. You know, it's not just a director and the writer's uh, yeah. efforts. Uh, yeah. So, h- how did Mayapin actually? Uh, Kind of uh, get together this uh, team and actually wanted to make this film. Uh, yes, uh, I mean uh, there are many versions, you know, of the story. That is one thing is that uh, May Pichatiar watched this film, uh, which has been recorded, you know, uh, in his biography and I think by himself. Uh, and then um, the other thing is that um, uh, you know S. Chandra saw the film and uh, uh, then he wrote a you know screenplay and uh, he. Uh, probably, I think, you know, I'm not very sure, probably he took it to radio and, you know, that he could not make it into play like Orson Welles. And then um, it came to the notice of, you know, AVM and then he said, okay, you know, we will you know, work on this uh, because he liked the script. And um, uh, for me, you know, the most important thing, uh, as I see it is, you know, that see, uh, Parasakti was a phenomenal hit. And... Uh, it was from Dravidian ideologues, you know, uh, like, you know, uh, Rumal National Theatres, uh, you know, Kalangir and all these people came together and Krishan Panju, uh, all these, you know, iconic figures came together. And then uh, um, Parve Modern Theatres also did, you know, reasonably well. Uh, probably I think that would have, you know, uh, um, Rang a bell with uh, Mayapachatiyar. You would have thought that uh, maybe the time is ripe, you know, to make this kind of uh, uh, very dark film, you know, with the anti-hero. Uh, this time taking on uh, uh, not the subnational level of, you know, uh, the Dravidian politics in Parasakti, but expand it to uh, the national level. You know, that here he becomes a, a spy, 
you know, a Japanese spy and is working against the nation itself. Um, in Parasakti, I mean, in the question is more about, you know, uh, the work against Northern hegemony or Hindi hegemony or the fear of the Congress. So more about, uh, you know, the politics of the Dravidian movement that was foregrounded. But here, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a different kind of, uh, you know, area. But the similarity you can see is only in terms of, you know, this anti-hero, this dark figure as a main character, uh, you know, who is now uh, taking on, you know, the nation itself. Uh, so that could be one thread, you know, uh, being a commercial producer, you know, what would be, what would have been the reason that he got into it. So uh, it, it's interesting, right? You mentioned that Shivaji had actually a little bit of a track record of playing an anti-hero when yeah. Andanal came about. Uh, I think over history, Andanal takes so much weightage over Tirumbipar that people tend to forget and the people think that Andanal is an outlier in Shivaji's career. And that's it's a very interesting point that you make that it's that's not true. Uh, for for people of my generation who grew up seeing Pandaribai as Rajnikanth's mother, it was quite a shock to see her in that in the character that she played in Andanal. Uh, so just generally trying to understand where was the... Where were all the cast members in their career? Like, where was Shivaji? Like, clearly, Shivaji had not acquired his quote-unquote image at that point where he couldn't do a negative character on screen. Pandribai is still at the point where she's not like seen as a, you know, seen as a, uh, a typical heroine. She can play a very strong character on screen. Uh, so uh, just trying to understand how, uh, you know, was there some, uh, is there some logic or any information we have on how the casting came about? Uh, yes, uh, that is, you know, uh, see, one thing uh, which I kind of, you know, like, um, little bit trace out is the you know the unique uh, trajectory of Shivaji Ganesh himself uh, that he was introduced as this kind of you know in a way a dark you know anti-hero figure in Parasakti uh, because uh, right after independence you see him you know uh, that uh, the first shot in Chennai when he lands you know from Burma he is about looking at the beggars and you know and uh, it's very cynical comment you know so uh, that is how it his trajectory starts but what is unique is that uh, uh maybe you know he's uh, perhaps you know uh, a very rare kind of you know hero who came to be a hero after having played you know strong anti-hero roles over a decade see there have been instance, instances like say somebody like rajini and satiraj you know playing villain and then becoming the hero but here i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the hero himself playing an anti-hero and yes, you know, after Parasakti gradually became busy, you know, so he was doing 10 films a year. So he did a lot of, you know, a typical hero films as well. But what remains in our memory, and if you even look, I mean, what have become really cult films today are, you know, Parasakti 52, Tirmipar 53. Of course, you know, they were written by Kalangir and, you know, it has, that has its own history. Andanal, you know, as Balachandar today. Uh, many people regard, and recently it was in you know, the list of 100 best films, you know, from India by I think you know CNN or some other group. And then um, you had a film called Rangoon Raga, written by Anna Durai, dialogues by Kalingar, um, uh, which was uh, uh, loosely inspired by the film Gaslight. And then uh, uh, you had you know uh, uh, Pinin Pirumai, 
which was a more of family melodrama, but in which Savitri will tame down. He will again be playing this kind of anti-hero, very vicious character. And of course, you know, for me, um, uh, to top it all was uh, the film called Annai Nanai, where uh, to avenge, you know, uh, his father's death at the hands of Rangarao, uh, he will marry Rangarao's daughter with Savitri, and then uh, he will imprison Rangarao, his father-in-law, in his own house in the basement. And it is, you know, such an anti-hero role. And, you know, and uh, so therefore, you know, that is something I think is phenomenal. I mean, in the history of uh, cinema, I would say, it's phenomenal. And uh, the way Shivaji plays those roles. That is, see, after the 60s, you know, that he, you know, leaves uh, DMK and, you know, joins Congress and, you know, with uh, Beam Singh, he gave all the great past series films. And, you know, it's another kind of a trajectory. But for me, this particular, you know, uh, the films he did in the 50s, uh, particularly, you know, uh, the trajectory which was started by uh, Parasakti and entrenched uh, by Thirumipar and Andanal is unique you know, in the history of world cinema. So um, uh, that is one thing. And the other thing is that uh, Perumal, uh, you know, that it was a play actually, Parasakti. So, uh, including you know anna and you know everybody wanted uh, k ramaswamy because he was the uh, you know the official <laughs> so called actor of the dravidian movement i mean he was a good actor and you know but uh, they saw this young man and got fascinated you know particularly the producer parimal and then um, he shoots and uh, even after like you know shooting a lot you know, um, he cancels it comes back projects it to avm and Chetiyar says, you know, this guy is all right, but he looks too thin. Why don't you reshoot, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, uh, K.R. Ramaswamy. Um, but then um, uh, Krishan Panjusar and, you know, Perumal, particularly Perumal, the producer, who was an independent producer, you know, indie producer, he takes a stance. No, no, you know, we'll have to do with this guy. And then gradually, I mean, you know, Everybody is happy, but it is a long struggle. Even you know, Shivaji was on tender hooks. You know. It was his you know first film, and uh, even today, I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, that somebody could have such a debut in terms of his performance. You know, his you know, confidence. You know, his voice model. Of course, you know, his voice modulations, and um, you could know that he had uh, immense training in theater right from childhood. He was in voice theater, and you know, so all that is there. But still, you know, to act in front of camera, and, you know, to know and you know emote. Uh, so that was wonderful. And then um, um, uh, Pandri Bai, uh, you know, and other actors like, for example, in Nandanal, um, or uh, somebody like um, you know Sriranjani in Kalyani, who plays the role of Kalyani in Parasakti. They were already you know doing roles, and uh, I mean, I mean, these became like. Uh, uh, which would give, uh, uh, provide impetus, you know, to them uh, because of their huge critical and commercial success. Uh, but they were, you know, already visible in doing roles in films. And uh, then uh, you have uh, many of the other actors, like, you know, Samandam who plays the neighbor uh, in Nandanal. They are also from theater. And you, could, you can see, you know, that they are quite capable. So um, the space of the studios also enabled you know uh, putting up this kind of uh, um, 
uh, huge and the production will be finished because you know uh, when you read uh, Shivaji's own life he talks about how he is to you know uh, that AVM gate itself was so important you know, for the actors in those days so uh, uh, studio spaces uh, were attracting you know young actors uh, so it became possible that uh, um, S. Balachandar and uh, uh, Krishan Banjo in Parasakti could uh, uh, mobilize, you know, choose actors uh, like Shivaji from theatre who are new, but also along with, you know, work with other actors who are, you know, already uh, known. Um, so uh, that is, I think, uh, uh, the charm, you know, of these films. Uh, uh, for example, you know, in Parasakti you have uh, legendary actors, you, know, you have uh, Sahasranamam, you know, was already a very established actor playing Shivaji's brother. Uh, or uh, Pandaribai who had already done, you know, uh, many roles, whereas it is Shivaji's um, uh, in Andhra, you know, Parasakti, Sriranjani, they were already more experienced than Shivaji. So uh, you, you can see that, you know, that these uh, trained actors or experienced actors uh, are, are also able to bring in depth, you know, to the roles, uh, particularly when, you know, Sriranjani sings uh, songs in Parasakti. You can know that you know she is an experienced actress. So, so let's let's get into Andanal, right? Uh, a lot of people think that this is a, a purely uh, the purely negative shade skin because that's what you leave the film with. But when you are actually watching the film, you th- there is the story of the elephant that uh, elephant that uh, Jawar Sitaraman narrates. It's very much like that in the sense that you get to see. Shivaji's multiple facets, like he, uh, the role of Rajan, you get to see multiple facets. You see him as so many different things. It takes an actor of certain caliber to be able to bring that across because it's necessary to keep you on tenter hooks through the film. Uh, how did you How did you perceive that? Uh, of course, you know, I think that, uh, you know, even for, you know, great actors, um, uh, you need to have a good screenplay. And... Uh, Today, of course, you know, say retroactively, if you look at it, um, Andanal uh, may look stagey in some segments. But if you look at it, uh, you know, in the context of the 50s Tamil cinema, uh, it was something, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure, you know, if you look at the reviews, uh, audiences felt, you know, it's like, you know, uh, even experimental and revolutionary. Today, I mean, <laughs> we will not accept that. But at the same time, we cannot deny that uh, Jawar Sitaraman and uh, S. Balachandar, they worked on a very interesting, you know, who done it kind of thriller. It's far removed from Rashomon, and you know, uh, it has nothing to do with Rashomon as it stands now, except for maybe you know that uh, uh, that triangular kind of shots, you know, with uh, Maruti Rao Sardas and the different versions. Uh, uh, you know, when you know that the chair and you know Pandrivaj on one side and Shivaji, so you know those things are you know very inspiring. You know, you can think, oh, maybe you know these are like the frames, you know, on Rashomon. But otherwise, if you look at the screenplay, it's more like uh, uh, you know whodunit kind of thriller. So therefore, uh, initially the neighbor finds the body, he comes to the police, you know, they go, and uh, uh, because you know that. Uh, Andribai, the wife is shell shocked that she is not able to speak. Then they go um, to the neighbor, and then you know he kind of you know says that probably you know I heard uh, that uh, there was a you know between him and his brother a tiff, 
then the brother talks about how it could have been his wife because she wanted you know a part of the property and probably it is you know his wife then the wife shifts the focus uh, to his mistress and she also says that you know who was pregnant at the point of time by rajan the character played by shivaji and then the <laughs> mistress kinds of you know leaders again leads us again uh, to the neighbor uh, and then you know uh, naturally the focus shifts from the neighbor to the wife herself wondering why uh, so you know that is you know quite an interesting kind of uh, you know uh, i mean uh, the play of you know uh, the cards as in any nicely written wood and it kind of thriller uh, keep you know shifting focus from one to the other and also uh, the screenplay uh, has been enormously helped you know uh, by the actors uh, the choice of actors their faces and the kind of lighting you know think of you know the sequence where uh, uh, shivaji nishan meets you know his mistress surya kala in the park you know correct so wonderfully done you know silhouette shots which would uh, yeah the test of today in terms of cinematography so um, uh, there are many such segments in nandana you know which are you know very fabulous interspersed with you know lot of uh, you know real theatrical kind of you know um dialogues and which was inevitable in those days you know that was i mean you know um, studio productions also involved you know these kind of sequences uh, but if you look at uh, the significant sequences uh, there is a lot of you know cinematic element in nandana that's why um, in uh, many directors you know um, you know including you know somebody like maniratnam you know many people are referred to nandana as uh, one of the milestones you know in terms that's actually the what i wanted to get into next uh, because uh, i don't think uh, tamil cinema has turned to film noir as much as uh, many other industries uh, but still andanal even today stands as one of the uh, pinnacles of film noir in uh, tamil cinema and the kind of lighting techniques used and uh, there's a lot of shadow play and and the, the scene that you mentioned is probably my favorite to the where he meets ambujam for the first time and all the uh, the chiaroscuro lighting and the silhouette play uh, and especially the other scene that i like is uh, the scene where ambujam and chinaya are talking and there's a neon sign that keeps blinking on them uh, these uh, and and how the cinematography plays a big part in uh, uh, how the rajan character uh, turning darker and how he's always in uh, in 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 a shadow uh, so can you talk more about maruti rao's uh, filmography he was also an assistant to marcus bartley right uh, actually you know that uh, maruti rao sir's uh, you know career is also extraordinarily interesting that is uh, um, he worked you know um, uh, just in about like i think uh, one or maybe you know one and a half or two films you know Uh, before uh, he had this opportunity to do this uh, independent kind of you know work uh, you know, because he was also a still photographer you know medium so he had the experience in still photography uh, as far as uh, his experience as you know assistant cameraman is concerned it was more about you know um, uh, he has told me you know which i also recorded uh, in my um, screen essay that uh, how um there was this uh, cameraman of uh, uh you know um, 
and uh, from the uh, marathi production company uh, of uh, you know uh, the uh, raja arishchandra director you know. so that cameraman you know from prabhat comes and he is you know trying to do a film and um, when he is trying to do that film uh, he says that he uh, wants somebody uh, because he speaks only marathi you know. he wants somebody uh, who will know marathi as well as tamil so then uh, they look for uh, uh, somebody who knows you know both this language and uh, because uh, maruti rao sir is from uh, you know uh, uh, that uh, tanjavur you know maratha uh, you know uh, community settled in tamil nadu you know for a long time uh, so uh, he goes and tries to help this uh, gentleman who was the cameraman of you know uh was worked with dada saab falke the director of raja arishchandra okay. and then um, uh, as a you know very young you know man he joins this you know as a camera assistant and uh, he was telling me that uh, how you know that how he could do that work that is mainly because uh, when he was young and as a child you know he had listened to a lot of this abangs and you know this classical songs at home you know in his milieu you know uh, so uh, when he listens to a song he will immediately know you know the pauses you know inga charanam inga pallavi you know all these things you know because it is not something he has to make an effort for so in those days the trick was he used to tell me that it is to be one long duration shot you know, when a song is picturized because you know celluloid is expensive they cannot cut and the orchestra will be by the side of the camera and you know Uh, the hero and heroine will be in front of the camera singing and the orchestra will be here and the mic will be hidden you know under some flower vase or things like that for the hero and the heroine uh, so it will be one continuous shot but then you know uh, uh, cameraman over train with you know falke saab and all these big people they wanted to experiment and then um, uh, one thing maruti rao sir did was that you know in the pauses and the gaps where the instrumental music will come uh, you know the mitchell camera in those days will have a turret you know, which will have like three lenses so he will shift from wide you know uh, which will be like say um, uh, you know a 24 or you know less than 30 mm lens uh, to a 50 mm lens a normal angle and then to a telephoto you know 75 mm so uh as the kind of shifts you know during so it will be a wide angle to start with and then you'll have mid shot then you'll have close shot uh, in this song so uh when he turns the turret he has to do it perfectly well otherwise you know, the whole thing will go out of focus and the entire footage will be lost and he will lose the job because uh, the film stock is so expensive but because of his staying in music he was so confident at what point to really turn the turret so exactly he will do it and uh, uh, the lens will sit in the notch perfectly so he had become that become an expert in that so these are something very unique you know that uh, you know about the industrial history of <laughs> how these people came into being and you know and then um, he uh, uh, went into still photography for a long time and uh, you know for avm itself you know he was a still photographer Uh, his own cousin is you know the iconic uh, nagaraj rao you know the legendary still photographer 
Because Maritra is a legendary, you know, cinematographer. And then, um, so in a way, you can say that, you know, like Subrato Mitra, you know, the great cinematographer, one of the greatest cinematographers. Uh, many people, including me, we regard him as, you know, one of the five best cinematographers in black and white in the world, not just in India. So, Subrato, the foreign Patir Panchali of Satyajitre was the first film where he even kind of saw a movie camera. He was just a chill photographer. But he okay. not do that. So a parallel you can see, you know, Marthi Rao, you know, had done such wonderful work. Of course, you know, the commercial industry and its constraints. But uh, Parasakti has some great moments. You know, I've written about that, you know, particularly the songs in my book. And also Andhanal. You know, Andhanal has uh, even more remarkable uh, film noir moments, you know, great compositions, you know. Uh, some extraordinary moments, particularly, uh, you know, prior to the climax when, you know, the dramatic key moments between Pandirivai and Shivaji are one of the in cinema, in the history of cinema. Yeah, there are multiple moments where he frames uh, people through some kind of a, you know, uh, like a frame within a frame. Like there are uh, shots where uh, he frames, uh, I think, uh, Chinnaya or Rambojam through a uh, through a circle in a grill or or through the uh, the handle of a chair and there's also the spinning chair scene uh, there are multiple scenes like that absolutely i mean uh, see one of the themes of uh, film noir is that you know that frame within a frame uh, and uh, that uh, you know helps cameraman you know to light uh, to play with you know one frame and then do the other frame differently and you know uh, kind of uh, posit shadows the way he wants. Uh, in Andhanal, um, as you pointed out, you know, there are many sequences, you know, uh, even when, you know, like uh, Shivaji Ganesh is just looking, uh, you know, he'll be framing it from outside uh, the window uh, with the light of the grills, you know, over his face, or even like, uh, 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 as I you know, already pointed out, you know, that uh, taking the camera low, having the swirling chair in the foreground and, you know, uh, within the caps, you know, are trying to give us some peeps into what is happening. So uh, that's uh, really, you know, Mathurav did uh, some extraordinary work in Nandanal. I think uh, uh, it was not only remarkable for its time. I mean, even today, you know, some of the sequences, uh, uh, you know, remain um, uh, uh, as much kind of impactful, you know, as when I saw it uh, so many decades ago. Let's get into the political climate at that time. Uh, like we wanted to talk about uh, uh, how the Dravidian and subnationalism movement started uh, with uh, uh, Parasakti on film, at least. There were, of course, plays and there were also screenplays written by uh, Anna himself. Uh, so, how do you see this clashing? Because in your book, you write about how. Uh, AVM and uh, maybe S. Parashandar too were ambivalent about the whole moment uh, and, and that kind of reflects in Rajan's character. Uh, that is, you know, that, uh, you know, my argument was, uh, see, uh, AVM was uh, primarily, you know, uh, uh, you know, an extremely talented producer. Um, so for him, I mean, you know, ideology and all that is, you know, I mean, um, uh, if they are not like, you know, uh, bringing in, you know, 
critical and commercial acclaim or uh, not working in the box office you know uh, they are secondary for a producer for for instance you know uh, he makes parasakti but also he makes you know hampanchi dalke and wins this award for you know uh, that uh, almost like a, a national integration film kind of a thing you know a national award for best children film uh, uh, you know uh, and i think dines with nehru you know, that, that on the one hand you have you know the producer uh, who is backing this dravidian uh, uh, idlocks uh, proper project uh, prasakti on the other uh, is also uh, i mean uh, so uh, my argument uh, was that you know that uh, you can see that you know avim was uh, more interested uh, in uh, uh, you know uh, the finesse of his production uh, how that would be different but at the same time you know would do well you know at the box office and as i said initially uh, i mean you would have thought of you know that how uh, shivaji ganeshan himself you know uh, is gaining this momentum uh, from the dice rolled off you know in parasakti by him that uh, thirmipar was again uh, you know success critically as well as commercially uh, where uh, shivaji ganeshan would mimic uh, jawaharlal nehru and you know it was uh, uh blatantly you know uh, anti kind of congress film uh, so then you know he thinks of this uh, larger project and then uh, it has a lot to do with also uh, the cultural capital of a young star you know as it kind of uh, uh is on a you know steep curve you know that he was from parasakti in two years he was almost uh, you know a rising big star you know and therefore uh, you know andanal became possible Uh, Jawar Sitaraman was also like as Balachandra. You know, he was also a cinephile, uh, so uh, they were, you know, inspired by you know watching a lot of you know Hollywood films. And in those days, uh, um, particularly in the 40s, uh, there were a lot of American films, you know, which are more easier to watch in Chennai. Um, when I did the research, I realized that many of the films were released within six months of the release, you know, uh, in India. because the madras was a major market for you know english films uh, uh, uh you know among all the metropolises you know bombay madras calcutta they were all huge you know for english films and so i am sure you know they watched you know a lot of these films particularly you know the uh, film noirs and earlier you know the german expressionist films uh, so because also of the availability you know particularly in the in the metropolis like chennai um and uh, um the other important thing is that uh, uh there was also competition you know in studio production that uh, you have to show uh, some kind of finesse uh, you know in your work particularly when you are experimenting with with genres so there will be the other typical films you know you know which are like uh, typical melodramas but these are you know packaged different you can see you know through the through the kind of narrative and this kind of things uh, you have to really bring in those kind of technical finesse because uh, you are not mounting them uh, like uh, uh, the regular mainstream films you are marking them as mainstream but yet within mainstream they are different for example andanal to claim that uh, you will not have a song you know in those days it was huge uh, just think of you know like uh, yesterday you know i was reading some of the old reviews Uh, see dandabani desigar you know was such a wonderful voice and you know uh, like uh, tamilisai you know he is a iconic uh, you know singer uh, he acted in pattinatta 
and it had 51 songs. So, uh, and that was not like too far back, you know, just in the 40s, you know, and now you are making a film in the 50s and you are saying my film will not have a single song. Uh, that means, you know, already you are also, uh, just as, you know, we are thinking of a multiplex audience, you know, you are thinking of an audience, you know, uh, which will be more maybe in the urban space, you know. I, I, th I think I've marked that quote from your book. I, I think it's by a woman film critic, right? Who some who said uh, there are too many songs in this film. Yeah. <laughs> that is Vaimu uh, Kodenai Amal. Correct. Uh, she was a remarkable, <laughs> you know, writer, you know, uh, of her own accord and also a critic. And uh, she talks about how, you know, with her father, you know, she has seen, you know, like Lumiere Brothers and all that. And then she comes to, you know, what is happening to contemporary uh, Tamil cinema. Where uh, she says that, uh, you know, that, uh, I mean, it's no one, I mean, they sing. It's, you know, uh, uh, you know all the while uh, he's fighting. And then, you know, even before he wants to hit the villain, they, they break into song. Uh, but even, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, that is feet is caught you know in the track <laughs> railway track <laughs> you know the common trope you know of many films you know in, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, even at the time before dying he is singing you know that is <laughs> when the train is going to come and hit him i mean this i'm sure you know she is giving a you know giving an exaggerated image but it is so wonderful because you know that uh, uh, this is the criticism you know which is endemic isn't it in tamil cinema uh, maybe it has faded slightly over the last 10 years, you know, songs have now become, they are there, but, you know, and not occupying, you know, such a, you know, central kind of uh, space as they used to, say, even like 10, 15 years back. So that was wonderful on our part, you know, such perception and uh, uh, such humor. At that point, do you think anyone recognized, uh, like someone like... Uh... Uh, Karnanandi or Anadurai, someone recognized uh, playing their uh, version of Sivaji at that point uh, being used for the the, the propaganda, uh, using that against probably uh, something that served their purpose in Nandanal. I mean, was there any uh, sort of backlash or someone spoke about it? Uh, see, I mean, um, uh, that is... Uh, um, even for them, because they were ultimately, you know, working for this uh, big studio production. As you can see, you know, in the end of Parasakti, that, uh, you know, um, uh, Shivaji Ganeshan and uh, Pandaribai will have this, you know, that uh, orphanage and Seva Samaj, you know, with his sister and all these uh, stock shot of all these leaders, you know, including Rajaji, you know, was the, you know, Congress person and it was, you know, ruling at the point of the chief minister, Anadurai, the Kalangya, you know, I think Periyar is also there in the shot. So it was like, you know, bringing all of them together in the end, you know, um, uh, which is like, you know, I mean, um, uh, it's like a um, uh, trope of melodrama where uh, you normally have a, you know, photograph of the husband and wife. And it breaks in between, you know, a third person comes. And then in the end, you know, everything is resolved and you have a happy group photograph again. So film like Parasakti, you know, in the ending, if you look at it, uh, the ending, in a way, you could argue that it subsumes, you know, you know, all the anger, all the, because, you know, 
uh, it's also part of the you know the the feudal setup of a studio system where uh, the studio owner has to survive and release the film and get back the money so uh, therefore uh, when you look at andanal uh, if you are a dravidian ideologue you know you might think okay ultimately it is about you know uh, not succumbing to the nation because you know my hero is this kind of a spy working for japan even if in the end if he gets killed so what i mean you know he is a dark figure he is not uh, subsumed by the nation itself you know in the end i mean he doesn't change his mind and get a medal you know from the, the, you know yeah i think it really comes through in the two opposing speeches that rajan and pandari uh, and uh, the wife give you know in the college uh, sort of student uh, so, student so association so actually see the wife would be problematic for the dravidian ideology because wife stands for the you know the nation but then uh, you know the conflict is inevitable even in parasakti uh, pandaribai has the same shades if you look at you know parasakti you know uh, yeah you know so therefore i mean she is only an extension of that so that would be perhaps the way they would be looking at right because yeah because i thought the the scene was it was quite it is quite a tough thing to accomplish to give somewhat equal importance to two competing i mean not not, uh, not like they're both pretty strong right two pretty strong competing political views they were i thought that that scene gave them both equal standing and they managed to pull it off somehow so i can see how there would not have been as much backlash because just as good as pandaribai speeches shivaji speech is also equally good uh, it calls for rationality it calls for not being emotional so the i can see how that uh, you know p- people each each uh, whatever your political stance you could have left uh, not not being offended that it wasn't represented in a wholesome way so i think that i think that makes sense if you look at you know jawar sitaraman and as balachandra see they carefully also say that uh, you know that uh, he wanted actually you know to use all his skills as his you know innovative radio engineer Uh, to make cheap radios you know and distribute but he didn't get help here you know so therefore he had to go to japan you know where he got the funding and he could do and then he returned as this kind of you know monster who became this japanese spy so therefore you know that even there they are touching on class you know and this also you know um, leads us you know arcs back to the uh, dravidian Uh, you know politics of you know uh, north or the congress not doing enough you know uh, in terms of you know the funding or spending on uh, the southern states so that kind of a subtext is there you know, even you know uh, they are trying to you know give a justification through class you know that uh, why the shivaji character became like this so i think uh, uh, those are of course see the ways you know you can kind of get away you know Uh, through sensors and all that you know those kind of sequences at one level another level they are very carefully planted if you look at it you know, that is uh, because today's generation may think you know that uh, these are like uh, stagey verbose dialogues but for me they are interesting because you know we can learn a lot you know in terms of screenwriting that uh, what they are doing you know in terms of characterization yeah but it's also surprising that some of the tensions continue to remain like for example given today the the allegations that the center does not give a state like tamil nadu enough money persists so you can <laughs> if you can get past the verbosity there is value 
even for the audience of today i think uh, and even you know see the the conflict centered on language whether it is a neat exam or whether you know the imposition of hindi see ultimately it has to do with you know um, this inequality uh, you know in terms of class uh, early films you know particularly the films you know which i am talking about uh, that uh, in the 50s when shivaji played this uh, anti hero all those films have this layer as well that uh, his father has got cheated and you know money was involved and overnight they became paupers or you know so i mean annai nana he has to do this so you know like uh, uh, i mean they were very careful because you know many of them you know because it was the time you know immediately after independence and you know um, it was also in many ways you know uh, the autobiography of the writers who came from you know very humble surroundings you know uh with this ideology as this utopian vision so you you can see that passion which of course later fades uh, 50s you know it retains uh, you know. yeah yeah it does because the the, it, the artist is pouring everything uh, into his or her film that one film or that one thing because they are not sure if they'll ever get another chance yes. so it comes through it comes through really well So let's talk a little bit about. You mentioned some of the uh, things that are commercially unviable that were in the movie, like for example, the lack of songs. How did the film do when it released? Uh, 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 did it go? Did it travel beyond that uh, niche audience that you mentioned, like the quote-unquote multiplex of the day, or was it brought well, brought widely well received? Did it do well in a small place? Uh, see, for instance, you know, like when Parasati was released, despite you know as. Uh, Uh, the great you know scholar late uh, mrs pandian has written in his article on prasakti um it was released you know despite all the obstacles you know all the anxiety anxieties in uh, uh 40 theaters you know in tamil nadu and you know all the 40 theaters minimum it ran for 50 days and in sri lanka in a theater called mailan you know um it ran for i think almost 175 days that was like unthinkable you know huge hit you know with the new hero and you know of course you know with the very powerful dialogues and performances uh, so when compared to that you know uh, trimipar was only a, you know modest but a reasonable success when compared to trimipar andanal was even much lesser so andanal gradually attained you know its cult status and uh, Uh, you know uh, on reruns you know for maybe other distributors who bought it it could you know bring in some money um uh, over the years if you see i mean it's a one of the you know highly successful uh, shivaji ganeshan film because uh, i can know through you know my own friends you know many of them have seen it you know in theater not when it was released but much later but they seen and then you know. uh, but at the point of release i think it was not a box office success so it, given that what did it do for the participants so did it what did it help or hurt shivaji as uh, as a bankable star what did it do to pandari bai's career or to javar sitarban's writing career did it have an impact the, uh, that is the one difference you know between uh, say uh, i mean like stars and actors for instance see, if you look at the career of mgr you know, Uh, there was a film called Passam, you know, by Ramanna, very nice. Yes. And Palvandam Paruvam Kandu. Yes. Uh, 
uh, you know, it's a very beautiful film yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. You can watch it. But it bombed at the box office because MGR dies. And that moment, MGR decides I should not die because you know then my film will not run. You know. Uh -huh, yes. Uh, okay. So you know, um, there was this rumor that uh, you know, uh, you know that uh, in uh, I do not know Kabali or Kala. You know that uh, <laughs> there are posters that as if you know Padmi passed away. But then you know. Uh, they were, I mean, the finally, you know, they didn't allow him to die because, you know, that like MGR, you know, his trajectory is different. Whereas for a star like uh, Shivaji or Kamalasan, I mean, there will be many films, you know, which are extraordinary, which do not run. But I don't think it affects their, you know, career because, you know, uh, people go to watch and they know that, you know, this is a different kind of film, but they know uh, that, uh, you know, uh, that my hero has performed, you know in this film. So to that extent they are not unhappy with the film, with the star. You know, because uh, they the star, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the payoff as an actor, you know, that is the primary uh, in the Shivaji. Right. So in Shivaji's career, you can have some extraordinary films, like see even Karnan, you know, it didn't do as much well. You know. uh, today, if you look at it, it's certainly a masterpiece you know, in the history of, you know, Indian cinema, I would say. But at that time, you know, that it was not, I mean, you know, a success. So there are many such films you know, that uh, Shivaji did. But because his career was predicated uh, on his acting, you know, more than that of his being a star who will, you know, pull all these people magically to the box office. Uh, it was more, you know, that he wanted to see him, you know, in different shades as an actor. So if you look at you know his career you know, starting from Parasakti to Yerna Manidan, you know, you can see that arch, you know, as an actor. Yeah. So expectations were different for someone like Shivaji, and so it didn't actually, as long as he continued with the performances, people didn't begrudge him, like the market didn't begrudge him his status. I think that's a, it's a interesting note to yes. to see because I think what has happened is in the current. Uh, there are there are a few actors, maybe a few exceptions, but I, I feel like a lot of people prefer to take the MGR route. Uh, because uh, see, earlier uh, it was like uh, um, you know that uh, when I was doing this research, you know, I had an interview where you know uh, one of Shivaji's uh, distributor exhibitor talks about how you know out of the 288 odd films he did. More than 100 films were distributed, you know, by the same distribution exhibition net. So, you know, that uh, there were a lot of families, you know, surviving, you know. I myself, uh, you know, studied in Pune Institute. And my junior was, you know, uh, Suresh Arnachalam. He was son of Tirchi Arnachalam, sir, you know, who was one of the regular still photographer of uh, Shivaji. You know, so even, I mean, you know, a still photographer, you know, uh, as his family, you know, relying on this kind of, you know, guy who will be acting in 10, 12 films a year. So, you know, that uh, some films will not run, but, you know, other films will run. And, you know, Shivaji Padmini Vichy producer he will do with Shivaji Kher Vichy. And, you know, what he lost, you know, some kind of money here. He will, because it was not like, I think, uh, you know, that uh, huge gamble, which it has become later, that... Uh, uh, you know, heroes are paid in crores and, you know, that uh, if a film bombs, you know, it's like a huge, uh, you know, hit for the producer from which he cannot recover. You know, back. Uh, those days, I mean, that's why you had, you know, uh, so many, you know, uh, category of, you know, a producer 
no doubt who was also you know playing an agent in between the financier and the studio and the stars but yet he could you know survive you know keep making films uh, unlike now you know unlike where increasingly it has become you know that uh, only big stars or you know um, I mean, uh, their group of people uh, you know can produce these big films so that has shifted you know. uh, the other thing we wanted to ask was on the political side of things uh in this kind of a you know we have a ultra nationalist moment yes. where akshay kumar does only patriotic films yes uh, and uh, i don't i don't know if in the intervening years there has been a time where this many you know propagandist films have come yeah, uh, in the, in that climate do you think someone will even dare to attempt irrespective of talent or not i totally agree today even today to think of you know a film like andanal is very difficult because you see even at that point of time you know that uh, it is one of those rare thing because see we just got the independence and you know that uh, hero taking on you know it's not the villain no? it's the hero <laughs> who is doing this kind of a role it's unimaginable uh, you know but that is how it has to be in a democratic country but you know uh, today's situation i know that uh, it will be very difficult to do another particularly you know uh, with a young hero I and mean, you know which kind of uh, catapulting you know, to a stardom uh, so speedily like swajignation uh, to do this kind of a role you know it's uh, really impossible to imagine yes i would you know uh, like you know young cinephiles and students uh, uh, to read uh, you know jawar sitaram's screenplay uh, and he wrote also a lot of novels like you know panam pen pasam minnal malai mogini in kumudam those are available Uh, of course you know these are very popular mainstream novels you know but you can see the sense of you know uh, the visual screen writing he will do then yes balachandra i would strongly advise you know watching his you know uh, you know bombay and you know uh, nadu iravil and you know that is you know heavy influence of hitchcock you know um, of course you know those films do not come up to you know and then all but still they have great moments uh, that uh, is investment in um, Uh, low-key lighting and you know um, its investment in the genres like the crime thriller so that is uh, you know interesting and then um, of course you know great um, shivaji ganeshan and particularly you know the period from 52 to 58 when we when he will do these remarkable anti-hero dark films you know uh, so um, i would advise you know Uh, students and cinephiles to watch and read dr swarnavel thank you so much for the time you've given us yeah thanks thank you so much for your time thank you all the best thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the other banana podcast you can follow us on twitter at the other banana where we occasionally conduct quizzes and engage in mocha discussions with our listeners you can find us at www.whereistheotherbanana.com and also on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you're still listening, we also want to plug our cricket podcast in the network, 81 All Out. You can find us at 81allout.com, at 81allout on Twitter and also on iTunes, Spotify and Google Play. If you call yourself a foodie, first please stop calling yourself that. Then go check out our food pod at Nerd Kitchen Pod on Twitter. We'd love to get your feedback on what we're doing there as well. Until next time, this is Deepak, aka Complicator, signing off. Hope to see you back. Thank <laughs> you.